0: Everyone, and welcome to Screenplay, Time Magazine's 2006 Fake Movie Podcast of the Year. <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you like that one?
1: I, I do. I always appreciate a 2006 Times Person of the Year uh, reference. So let's just keep rolling with it. Keep going. All
0: right. I'm your host, Brian Lee. I'm Zach Wateridge.
2: And I'm Chris Rocky.
0: All right, everyone, uh, I will be directing uh, this evening's feature film. Um, So, gentlemen, uh, are either of you guys familiar with the classic Richard Pryor film, Brewster's Millions?
1: I am, yes. Not intimately, but I think you've given me a rundown before.
0: Sure, sure, but for for our listeners' sake, I'll, I'll kind of give an upfront... Uh, depiction of the idea so in the film Richard Pryor pr- plays uh, our main character Brewster and uh, basically through some circumstances he finds out that he has a now deceased relative that uh, was outrageously wealthy like had a 300 million dollar estate or whatever anyway that's what I'm uh, waiting he, on honestly yeah I've, I've personally been waiting my entire life for that um, I don't know if I can increase my chances anyway but I've been emailing a lot of scam email lists that say that they're my Nigerian prince. Are you
2: that Nigerian prince? Oh my God. I'm
0: not, but my uncle is. So I know a guy (laughs) anyway. Um, so, so in Brewster's millions, uh, he's got this estate left to him, but there's a caveat. Basically he's given an offer where he's like, he can take a million dollars up front or he can take like a challenge and spend $30 million of that fortune within 30 days to inherit the whole estate. The idea is there's, like, limitations and rules such that it makes it difficult because, like, he can't end the 30 days owning anything. Like, he can't, like, just buy a giant house or or anything like that. Um, He can't gamble it all away. He can only gamble a certain amount. He can't, like, give it all to charity. He has to, like, spend it frivolously but not actually, like, gain anything or any wealth by the end of it. And if he does that, he gets the $300 If he fails, then obviously he doesn't get the rest of it. Anyway, I thought it'd be cool to do, like, a modern spin on that. Uh, however, there are some, some problems with trying to do that in the modern day because we obviously have like online shopping, um, technology has made it easier than ever to well, buy things, let's be honest. Mm -hmm. So my idea was we kind of limit it in a different way and we say, all right, you inherit this amount of money. If you can spend this amount of money in this amount of time, whatever, we can figure that out. But the limitation is you have to spend it in cash. You have to actually physically hand the cash over and buy it. So there's no credit card transactions. That, that kind of makes it harder to online shop, obviously. You can't just, like, make a big wire transfer and buy a house or something like that.
1: Is he allowed um, to use, like, an ATM? Yeah. Okay. I, I, think
0: there's, I think we can hand-wave away some of the actual getting of the money because, obviously, like, your regional bank isn't going to have a million dollars right. on it. Okay. Or they're not going to give it to you at the very least. And he's not allowed but to, like, I think the idea is away that we, or anything? No, can't do that. I think some of those rules from Brewster's Millions should stay. Like, okay, can't just gamble I was going to say, he can just take like
1: $1,000 bets at the track. Uh, exactly. Especially, you and know, what's does going on.
0: Hell, he could fly to Vegas and just yeah. like, you know, bet absurd amounts of money. Oh, on yeah. keno or something. Can you buy plane
1: we... tickets in cash? I, no, actually, like, actually, I want to know. Can you walk can up you? to the kiosk at your airport? At, you know, and be like, I want to buy a plane ticket. I have the cash.
0: That sounds like a quick way to get a cavity search.
1: Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But like,
0: I'm pretty sure that every time I go to the ATM, they just assume I'm going to buy drugs with it now because I don't think I buy anything in credit card anymore. Brian, you buy drugs? No. I buy action figures in cash.
1: Right. Okay. I mean, this is a good uh, Christian podcast. Cr- so. We are a good Christian podcast. I definitely don't spend it on cocaine and hookers.
0: Look, do you think there are hookers that take credit
1: cards? Oh yeah, I bet a lot of hookers have a Venmo nowadays for their phone. Oh Venmos, a you know one.
0: how how has Venmo changed the criminal industry? Because like I feel like question. you could just Venmo and say whatever, like, hey, thanks for the pizza, man, and it was actually like thanks for murdering someone, man.
2: You probably don't want a paper trail.
0: I agree, but you can obfuscate it. Like I could send, you know, Zach right now I could Venmo him like three hundred dollars and be like, Thanks for murdering someone, stab emoji, stab emoji and then everyone would just assume that I don't know, like it was he, a joke he bought me a beer or something or it's a joke. I mean nobody writes what they're really
2: that Venmo like, you that right now for.
0: I mean if, if Venmo was real, the last three things I bought are a bag of writhing eels electronic dance moves and steve travolta who i guess is a john travolta relative all right i honestly don't know what these jokes are what's steve travolta i don't know but apparently i provided him to
1: alex look whatever you're venmoing people that's your business
0: okay so i urge everyone right now listening to google steve travolta and look at the number one image search.
1: I urge everyone right now to Venmo at Screenplayed on Venmo, uh, however much money you want to give us. So now I have to set up a Venmo, too? Yeah, we have to set up a Venmo we before set this, up this a Venmo. episode airs.
2: Yep, we do. All
1: right, but I'm getting a It's like money. Patreon, except we don't want to use Patreon because everyone's on, using Patreon, so we're going to Venmo. What? Whatever, hold on. sorry.
0: Can we play Venmo into this movie? I know we completely went off the rails for like five minutes. Can we say that the character has to spend a million dollars, but first he has to get all of it by being Venmoed it from someone else. And he has to then spend his Venmo wallet. You're moving.
1: Um, I think we've already kind of made it hard enough with, uh, only using cash.
0: Yeah. You're right. You're right anyway so so yeah the idea for the movie was that you know by spending in cash we have to come up with a bunch of funny gags and goofs for like things he could buy in cash that would then add up to the dollar amount i don't think that it's 30 million i think that's way too much cash to handle in a reasonable amount of time for a movie so i don't know i don't know
1: but good well is he a millennial because like i think so like a million dollars would make our entire life because we're not used to having money at all hey guys
2: i've i've got an idea that would be pretty nice Sixty nine million. Sixty nine million?
0: <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice.
1: Um, yeah. Let's do it. Sixty nine million for the memes.
0: Okay, sixty nine million for the memes. That's why we made the this. This will look great on the poster. Can you just make a sixty nine million dollar bill, Zach? As the poster.
2: Um yeah, I can do that. Or you could do a 69 nine dollar bills.
0: So question for you what what mm-hmm. historical figure would be on the sixty nine dollar bill?
2: Bill Clinton. Yeah, I think that's right, or like James Buchanan. I don't know.
0: <laughs> James B. Polk.
1: Look, out of the presidents most likely to be 69ing, it was Clinton, then Kennedy. I agree with that. Yeah, and then weirdly enough, third, third place, you wouldn't expect it. Calvin Coolidge.
0: The cool Cool. You're right. I would. Oh yeah. Wouldn't Silent cow. Cow. That. Oh, cool cow.
1: Well, like he didn't talk a lot. Because, you know, old, old cool cow, he didn't uh, kiss and tell. So, like, nobody – he didn't talk a lot in general. So, nobody knew how much 69 in action he was getting. Okay. So, 69 million. He's got to spend it all in cash?
0: Yeah. He's got to spend it all in cash. Okay. Do we want to do a month or, like, what time frame?
1: Uh,
2: 69 days. I think at least a couple of weeks. 69
0: days. 69 days. For sure. <laughs> 100% for sure. $69 million in 69 days. So, obviously, the first week is he takes a hot air balloon ride around the world, clearly.
2: He can't just, like, throw the money off the hot air balloon?
0: No, that counts as charity.
2: Does it? I'm
0: pretty sure that's what uh, Warren Buffett does for charity. He just throws money to the peons, I guess. Okay, so who do, first off, who's who's the main character?
1: What about uh, Ali Wong, the comedian? I think she's pretty funny. She could be good.
0: Yeah, that does fit because, I mean, prior obviously being one of the best comedians of all time, it probably should be someone who's a comedian. I don't know Ali Wong that well, but I bet she could. I bet she could do it.
1: She's got a couple uh, stand-up specials, I believe. She was in, and I've not seen this movie, but she had a lead role in Always Be My Maybe, which came out this year.
2: All right, let's go with her. Let's do it. That's money, baby.
0: All right, cool. So, so
2: all right, so Brian, hypothetical question. Yeah. You get a grand total of sixty-nine million dollars. What's the first thing you do?
0: I would probably buy like a sweet car, like not yeah. the coolest car I buy in this period. But, oh, no, but if, if the caveat is I can't have anything physical at the end of it, yeah, are we going like to do you that? You can't
2: have anything that you didn't already have going into it?
0: Yeah, so if we're keeping that, which I think we should, I c- car wouldn't do it because I'd have to, I don't know, crash it.
1: That could be a fun scene, though. That could She could be like, she buys this badass car and then towards the end of it, she's like, okay, I got to crash this thing.
0: That's a good idea. Okay, so I would totally buy a car. So Allie buys a car. Let's say, like, so this probably takes place in a big city uh Toronto Actually yeah Toronto would be fun. They
2: just won the uh NBA championship so. So yeah, let's do Toronto. Do okay. sports do teams
1: some. count as physical things? Can you just buy a sports team? Yeah, I think. so. I mean, so. You, like, can't, that's some, you can't. You uh, can't buy a sports team for sixty-nine million, but could you like put, get a share of one?
2: Like that's an asset. Uh, you so.
0: investments. Yeah, it's assets count. So you, you couldn't have you like could a stake in You could definitely buy like an end.
2: independent baseball team or something like that for way under that.
0: What if what if uh, Allie has to hire an, a baseball team and has them do funny stuff because she obviously doesn't want to like manage a baseball team, and then at the very end fires them all because. <laughs> She can't have, like, an asset.
1: A lot of people would lose their jobs. That's kind of sad. Well, let's say she pays a
0: severance. She pays, like, a massive amount of money to them as severance. So let me tell you what I would would do
2: if I had $69 million. You know those, like, uh, pizzas topped with gold that you can buy for a crap ton of money in New York? Yeah. Yeah. I would do that a lot. You'd do that? Um, I'd be shitting gold by the end of it.
1: Let me tell you what I would do if I had to spend $69 million. I would put it... All on my Gaddy Town
2: card. Oh yeah, you think you could do sixty-nine million?
1: Oh, I could load. I could load sixty-nine million dollars worth of tokens on my Gaddy Town I card.
2: Think so, like Dave and Buster's, for those unfamiliar with Gaddy Town,
1: Rock, we would be playing Down the
2: Clown forever. Oh my gosh, Do the tickets that we get for winning Down the Clown count towards like our. Our assets that we have accumulated at the end not
0: if you not if you spend them all by the end of that's the sixty nine days yeah, so you have okay. to spend all you have to spend a million dollars in tokens a day for sixty nine straight uh-huh.
2: days I'm, I'm trying to do the math how many jolly ranchers would that be well what if what if you do
1: this can you give the tickets like you earn the t- and you just give them to kids at Town?
0: but that's charity
1: is is that charity
0: yeah I write it off on my taxes every year
1: uh, mm-hmm. Wait, what? Okay. What you mean to Don't tell me, about. I could be writing off Gattytown Town tickets on my taxes.
0: Where do you think all my money goes? Haven't you read the new Trump tax bill?
2: I haven't. That's like 500 pages.
0: Yeah, and most of those pages are just pictures of different Gattytown Town and other similar establishment tickets.
2: Okay. I believe you, even though I probably shouldn't.
0: So there's like a Gaddy Town. There's a Dave and Buster's. Chuck E. Cheese? Chuck E. Cheese, for sure. Charles
1: e cheese charles entertainment cheese <laughs> charles entertainment Cheese. i'm not look it up the e stands
2: for entertainment um okay so i i do think if you couldn't hold on to like any possessions like you couldn't buy anything and keep it at the end of the 69 days i just
1: travel the whole time
2: traveling i think
1: but think about how food. much you have
0: to carry that cash and liquidate that cash
1: Wait, do you have to carry all sixty-nine million dollars on you? No, the whole uh, let's time? assume
0: that okay. you have access to a bank. I think you're right. I think there's a travel. What, what montage do we define
2: as charity? Sure. Like, if you donate to like a political campaign, is that charity or is I, that? I don't think
0: you can donate it. No,
2: that's free speech. But,
0: <laughs> but in the Brewster's movie, he does run a political campaign. So, like, being your own okay. political campaign counts, okay. but I would bet like just giving it to one because you give sixty nine well, we million to a super PAC like that. So,
1: very true. I got an easy way to burn through sixty nine million. Okay, dollars
0: go right ahead. Here. We're about to end this movie.
1: Open a restaurant.
0: Yeah, and then you'll be done in less than sixty nine oh, days, man. and you'll be you'll have less money than you started with.
1: So that's even exactly. better. So what kind let's start with this. What kind of person is Ali Wong's character? What she like as a person and then also like what's she currently doing when she That's inherits good. uh 69 million dollar or however much it is but she has to spend 69 million dollars yeah. in 69 days from her deceased great aunt yeah. or whatever. So
0: I have an idea but I want to hear your guys ideas
1: first. So we could either play it, you know, she could draw from some experience and she could be like middling stand-up comic like doing the local routines or something. Sure. Uh okay. so she could draw from some experience from that or we could do something like i don't know maybe she's uh works at like an ad agency or something i don't know i uh
0: i definitely think that whatever she's doing she doesn't have a lot of money now and i think we play that up in the intro sequence of like her with like her eight roommates in her apartment in toronto and like she's scraping the bottom of a of a squeeze tube of toothpaste and um, uh tries to pull up an uber and uh and then looks at the price and just walks instead. It shows like a montage of her walking like at okay. night. Stuff like that.
1: Then let's uh let's do uh I think we should do the uh you know, middling stand up comic. Like I mean, she's good. She's good, but like she's not making bank and then like maybe she bartends?
2: Yeah. I like that. To
1: like okay. or something.
2: Yeah, she makes some mojitos.
1: Yeah. Let's go from there. So uh how does she find out she's inherited this money? Like let's set the scene. Brian, you kind of were already going there. Like we've got this opening montage, like she's, you know, squeezing out the last bit of toothpaste, mm-hmm. choosing to walk instead of Uber, stuff like that. So I'm imagining this is kind of the opening montage. We don't have to get too into it, but like some scenes like that, maybe she's coming back or going to one of her stand up sure. sets. And then she's either coming from or going to her job as a bartender, stuff like that. So we're kind of like establishing who he, she is. And then, how do we find out she gets this money? How does she find out she gets this money?
0: Well, I imagine she's contacted by a lawyer who might be might be a funny who would be a funny guy to play the
1: lawyer? who's the guy that plays uh Captain Holt's husband in Brooklyn? Oh yes,
0: he's good. he's I don't know his name, but he's
1: he was a lawyer on Parks and Rec too, so like that I think he has experience in that role Kevin it's Kevin on brooklyn nine nine Kevin that's his name. It's me, your
0: husband, Raymond
1: Holt. (laughs) I love that show. Um,
0: (laughs) I love that show. Um, His name is Mark Evan Jackson. He's the one for sure.
1: He's the one for sure. We'll go with Mark Evan Jackson. He, uh, comes in while she's uh, let's say she just did her uh, one of her stand-up routines and uh, she's left the stage and somebody was like oh there's a guy in a suit here to see you and she's like oh man it's like a talent scout or something. Yeah I like this. And maybe we have some gags like I don't know of her like trying to make herself seem more professional before she goes and meets him like Uh tidy herself up or Uh something. She like pushes her boobs uh,
0: together and like yeah. her hair and stuff like that. Not professional. The Great. boobs. This is the, the boobs part is this, not professional. This
1: is the first. This is the first movie that we have a female lead, and Brian's already just talking about her boobs. Wow,
2: how stereotypical! I would like Brian. to point
0: out that that sounds like a joke that a stand-up comedian who is female would make.
1: This shitlord over here trying to pretend he understands women comics from his male perspective. He's right. He's right. People are going to hate this one. Yeah. Anyways. No, I know. I, I get what you're saying. Brian. I yeah. think I've, I'm just. No,
0: no, no. That. Yeah, no, I know. But anyway, I like that. Like she's professionalizing or or at least like making herself like preparing herself. Like she thinks that it's a talent scout because he's obviously out of place. Like he's wearing a suit and everyone else is right. like, you know, it's a shitty dive comedy club. And so cool.
1: And I want I want half the cast. We I don't think we've actually cast any Canadians yet, uh, but I want everyone to be like. I want some very stereotypical Canadian moments. I don't really know what that includes. Uh, Maybe scenes at Tim Hortons or a a hockey game. But uh, yeah, I'm imagining. So like she goes to talk to him and she's just already operating under the presumption that he's a talent scout. And she's like, yeah. So, you know, do you like the show? And he's like, I mean, it was okay. And through some like maybe we'll have some like misunderstanding dialogue there and somehow it's like no i'm here to talk to you about this massive fortune
0: okay so so that's the setup for sure so maybe when he says he explains the whole thing She's, like, looking at him real weird, and she's, like, oh, shit, or something. And then it pans to the next morning where they're meeting at, like, his office, and he lays out the rules. And this is where we can lay out the rules. I don't mean, like, us right now, but I mean, like, in the movie, we can paint the whole, like, you can't, you know, just donate it all away. You can't have any assets at the end of it. She could even make a joke about the $69 million. Maybe, Maybe um, she goes, how much money was it, again, that I had to spend? And he's, like, $69 million. And she's, like, nice. And then he just, like, turns around, he's and he's, like...
2: No joke about it during the movie? Like, that's a huge mistake. Oh, for sure. Or should we play oh, it my, my, Should we play it straight, like, like nobody jokes about it? Like, it's just crickets whenever the value's in okay. So,
0: here's my thought, is that she goes, nice, and he turns around and he's like, you really are her niefs or whatever. Like, like, apparently the reason it was $69 oh, million like that. is that the great aunt thought it was funny. Yeah, I like that. So, anyway, so, they do the scene where they set up the rules, and she, like, leaves... And immediately she's got it. She knows she has to spend the cash. So she runs to a bank and there's like the first scene of her interacting with a bank. And maybe there's like a scene where when she's like, she gets to the register and they're like, Oh, how can I help you? And she's like, uh, I'd like to make a withdrawal. And she's like, okay, how much would you want? And she like has no idea how much is like a lot or enough, but not like too much to ask. So she's like a thousand, 10,000, hundred thousand, no, $10,000 and like, <laughs> There's like a back and forth where she maybe goes a little too high and they're like, we can't just give you $100,000, but we can give you 10. Then maybe she goes and she buys like a bunch of clothing or whatever, like like a bunch of designer clothing. And then she gets back home with all of her bags and like she looks at it and realizes I'm going to have to sell all this or I don't know, burn it at the end of it. I don't know. She like realizes that she can't just buy a bunch of stuff because she's going to have to get rid of it at the okay, end. Okay,
2: here's an idea. Hear me out. She goes and buys a ton of games at GameStop. <laughs> okay. And then when she takes it back, they're like, Oh wow, you have like nine hundred games here. I can give you like two hundred bucks.
0: That's good. That's a that's a good good reference. So I like this. So so she has like we have the ATM bit, or not the ATM, bit, like the withdrawal bit that's funny. We've got the GameStop bit, that's hilarious. We've got the shopping with like the realization that she can't just like Ooh, maybe right after that she like wears like a Gucci wedding dress or something like out in the rain like she's just wantonly destroying clothes obviously there's a car dealership scene where she goes and like buys a i was gonna say lamborghini but they don't let you just like up and buy them i think or at least ferrari's not like that like you have to know them or something but she buys some expensive like a waiting list or yeah yeah you have to like know people yeah so Mm -hmm. so what's like the the most realistic car she would buy all right, so, yeah, so she's she's buying a Tesla, let's say, because she can't, like, buy a Ferrari or a Lamborghini or something because they have the weird waiting lists and, like, it's, it's stuff like that. Also, it'd be hard to spend that much money in cash, like, physically have, you know, like, $500,000 in cash is a lot. Um, granted, we'll have to address that at some point.
1: All right, so one thing I was thinking about that we need is I think she needs, like, a friend character, like a sidekick character for her to, like bounce emotions and ideas off of uh and then like to kind of add a dynamic um so you guys can shoot this down i was thinking eric andre as her friend
0: no i, I really got i think that's a good i think it's a good okay. cast yeah so okay so eric Andre's there i yeah I like and eric like andre.
1: let's just imagine like in stuff we've talked about he's like i don't know he's He's been like she's been expressing emotions to him or he's been like engaging in shenanigans with her um
0: i've I've said a few what 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 kind of funny ways do you think spending some some big bucks could be
1: uh she spends it literally on big bucks and buys a deer farm i don't know, like a venison factory or something I don't know I'm thinking like you've said it she takes it a lot of trips uh what are some like funny places she could and like funny experiences she could have in the places she goes we have like a montage of trips it's not like long but it's like oh so she spends a lot of money on traveling so i'm thinking like maybe she goes to antarctica and i was thinking the same
0: thing but i was thinking in the middle of the montage she's like standing there like shivering in a parka and all it shows is that and she's like fuck this and it goes to the next
1: thing yeah 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 i think it'd be funny if she's like no this is awful why did i spend money on this um you know you gotta have like obvious like major metropolitan areas she visits like new york la uh tokyo hong kong london paris Seoul.
2: yeah i'm imagining she's gonna be flying a ton
1: yeah no well she's traveling by map rock so like we'll yeah. just like pull traveling up a by map. map and okay. we'll show like the dotted line going from city okay. to city i got you i love the muppets
0: I do like the dotted line too. I think that's a fun that's a fun
2: thing to see. I think she just goes to the movie theater and gets like eight buckets of popcorn, and that's like all sixty nine million right there.
1: I think we have a scene of her like trying to ride in a kangaroo's pouch.
2: <laughs> yeah, some crazy yeah, like rich people. Crazy, shit. crazy shit. Like, do uh, rich people do that? The other half lives very differently than us. She could hunt for big game and then have a realization before she does it that like no this is awful um so she doesn't actually kill an elephant she just kind of pays for the chance to and then chickens out
1: which really is a win win because the elephant doesn't die and the nature preserve still gets mm-hmm. the money
2: yeah goes to the super bowl or something like that yeah
0: oh yeah. yeah there's definitely big sporting events like courtside seats where she meets LeBron and Drake mm-hmm. uh and Drake and, Drake. and yeah, because it it's drake. in toronto we have evans. that drake and yeah chris evans is is with drake
2: maybe she buys a cameo in a movie I yeah like that. that's a good one like buys that. a cameo in a
0: movie with like a bunch of famous people that's really good
2: like sometimes they put up bids for cameos and movies and stuff like that like oh you can be in a scene yeah. of star wars for yeah like
0: a couple hundred grand That's a really good one. That's a really, really good one. I think we should have like a throwaway
1: line where she's like, I can't believe like I invested 10 million into like trying to make real lightsabers and those idiots still haven't done it or something like that. You know, like just throwaway lines about like projects she like gave money to or something. I don't know if that counts as charity. Yeah, that's good. They're like just really ridiculous stuff.
2: Can she make modern art out of all that money? Like, that would Whoa. be a great moment she exhibit. rents
1: out she rents out all of every single Disney park for like
2: yes two mm-hmm. three days mm-hmm. like
1: not just the magic Kingdom the entire Disney World Disney world
0: yeah and like everyone shows up so she pays for everyone to be there for a day that would probably be the 60 69 million right there but we can play with that I like that let's keep it in she like tries she tries to like bribe somebody in the military to
2: get her into Area 51, and they just won't. <laughs> she would have a ton of hired help. Um, so there would be like a funny butler character. Okay, like a Mister
0: Deeds esque
2: butler. Yeah, pretty much, played by John Leguizamo. Ooh, okay, yeah, yeah. okay. And John, uh, John Leguizamo would be yeah. Fun. Let's get him. That's money, baby. And that is money. Baby. This whole movie. Ooh, this can movie this movie be money. called That's Money, Baby? That's Money, Baby. I think
1: the mm. money, comma, baby.
2: Yeah,
0: that's money, comma, baby. She, like, records an album with, like, two chains. Chameleonaire. Ooh,
1: Chamillionaire. <laughs> Chameleon
0: yeah. She records an album with Chamillionaire. And uh, <laughs> the album is called 69 Millionaire. But it's Ooh. like Takeshi six nine, Ooh. yeah.
2: Okay, that's good. That's good. I I think there should be there should be a scene where like the really really rich people, like the Gateses, the Bezoses of the world, yeah, they're like you're not with us.
0: So like there's an even high, like higher tier that we yeah. glimpse at, and they're like yeah, yeah. no, you're not. Like welcome. she's you're eating
2: like- gold pizza, and then the Koch brothers are like. Hey, we are starting a war in um, in Jordan. Like, I shouldn't laugh on our because It's true. And so, one of the things about being rich in this country is it is hard to like, and that's part of the movie. But it is really hard to just blow through that much money and not make more. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that could be a thing So that could throughout. be a problem. Yeah.
0: Like she like oh I'm gonna throw money away on this like I don't know, research project to she
2: does create all a the lightsaber stuff. and it actually works. <laughs> yeah, she does all this stuff and she looks at her phone and she's it's the phone updates and it's like, Oh, by the way, you have seventy million dollars now and you're she's like, what? She's like what? <laughs> what the fuck?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I like that. That's really good. She tries to like find the Oak Island money pit. And then she does find it and there's $70 million. She's like really close. It's like day 45 and she, she's like spending her last dollar and she's like, finally. And like, wait, we actually, they're like, ma'am, we we found something and it's a treasure chest with seventy nine million dollars. Seventy nine dollars. I,
1: I think that'd be hilarious. Like she finds it. I don't think it should be her last dollar. Like she finds it, realizes it's even more money, and then she like just covers it back up with dirt. She's like, cover, <laughs> cover it all good. back up. We're going home. Yes. Like, yeah, she
0: covers mm. it back up with leaves. That's she, good. Yeah, she's
2: digging and she hits something metal. She's like, mm. nope. Damn it.
0: <laughs> nope. That's good. That's really good. I like that. So she she spends money and then makes some back. So it's like a real struggle. That's a good bit. That's a really,
2: I like that. I see. She goes to like a batting cage and instead of baseballs, they fill it with Fabergé eggs.
0: That's great. <laughs> That's really good. And they just, they're, they're throwing them at her and she's
1: hitting them. That's perfect. She goes to the Louvre and just like points at one of the paintings. She's like, I want this. And they're like, uh, ha, 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 ha. Or, sorry, they're French. They're like, oh, and then, and then she's like, no.
2: Like, I'm hey, Rock,
0: can you know. do, hold on. Rock, can you do the French laugh for us? Uh.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, that was the best. That's why there he's the, That's the why, voiceover.
2: Yeah. Oh, you you wanted uh, the art?
0: Yeah, I would. I, please continue. Do uh, the rest of the you, movie You like can't this.
2: afford the art. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, oh, I, I, I assure you, I can't afford some of this art. Uh, she buys like a priceless painting and then just like lights it on fire
0: rock the way you said i'm sure i could afford it i i think you've had this dream before where you've bought art from where i just
2: buy art i mean like i enjoy art i like looking at art so I, i i i can't imagine i would destroy it but if it came down to it
1: hold on what if instead of like destroying art she buys uh an exhibit space in the Louvre or the Musée d'Orsay, some like famous museum, and like just puts selfies or like pictures of her cat in it or something like just yeah. shitty foam photography Frivolous. pictures of her cat. And Frivolous then we can have stuff. a scene of like art critics like standing around and they're like, hmm, you really get a sense for the human condition here <laughs> or something like that.
2: Yes. She yes. goes to an auction and she buys like something that's really not worth a whole lot of money for just an absolute dick ton of money.
0: Yeah, she just keeps holding the paddle up and, and they're like yeah. there's they're just like and the woman in the back and the woman in the back and <laughs> the woman you realize you're in the lead right? and the woman in the back I get it I get it
2: and then uh, I think like it it becomes so famous because she spent so much money on it that like it doesn't it's now worth oh God, that much s- she drives the value up Yes. By her interest,
0: it causes speculation. Like it, it would
2: have normally been like a thousand dollars, and then now they're like, "Oh yeah, it's worth a uh, twenty million now," it's because That's good. you kept because you artificially raised the price of it.
0: I love the angle you're going for, Rock, because it seems like all of your ideas are like she tries to waste the money and ends up making it either. Not as like expensive as she she thought, or she makes money. I think that's golden. I think that's a hilarious I like that proposition. A I think that's good. Keep them coming.
2: Well, then, well now I'm now I'm out of ideas. I I just maybe she takes like a couple like pottery classes. See, now I'm out of ideas.
0: No, it's okay. We can we can we can call it on 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 that. So we've got a lot of good gags here. So her friend, I guess Eric Andre is probably spending the whole time with her. Yeah. Yeah. Is mm-hmm. she paying him a salary to help her spend this stuff? Like, she, like, for mm-hmm. one of her first things is, like, hiring him Yeah. And then, like, spend... John Leguizamo's there, too. Okay. And, yeah. And John, he's got, John he, he's
2: got there. like, a random butler name.
0: Wait, maybe she hires John Leguizamo, the actual John Leguizamo, yeah. as her butler. No,
2: I like that. I like
0: that. Like, he is just John Leguizamo,
2: and he's like, really? And... She's like, yep. Do you think? Do you think the power would get to her head? Do you think she'd just go up to people and be like, "Hey, for like, sure, I give, I'll give you like, fifty thousand dollars to eat your boogers right now." And <laughs> I would, I would do that.
0: Yeah, I. I, I sp- I start calling people peasant when someone Venmo's me some money they owe me. Like, yeah, that
1: definitely would go to my... Is there a moral? Where does she end up at the end of this movie? Does she learn a lesson or anything? Or is it just like, all right, I made it, like, money can't buy happiness or what?
0: Money can't buy happiness. Okay. I think okay. I think that's the message.
1: Sure. All right, so I would like to propose that the way she, quote unquote, spends the money um, towards the end of it, like, she has this revelation, like, partway through, like, oh, like... Yeah. Like physical things are nice. Experiences are really nice. I don't want to like undersell spending money on experiences because those do last. But, you know, we had established she's a struggling uh, stand up comic. So maybe the way she spends the money is like she uses the money so she can live day to day and then hones her craft as a comic and promotes herself maybe spends money on flights to like shows and new cities. That way she can like grow an audience all around and, so it's like, a you know, like money can't buy happiness, but oh, but like pursuing my dream will make me happy. That's, I like that.
0: Okay, I like, and I think you could even play it into the story and be like, you know, we have the first section where she's like doing the fun stuff, like traveling and buying right. extravagant stuff. And that's funny, but as she realizes that she's not like getting any kind of good, like she's kind of losing the happiness yeah. from that. She ends up doing what you said. And then maybe the pen, like the ultimate, like climax is she rents out Madison square garden and hosts a comedy event there and crushes it. And that's like the climax is like she spends a shit ton of money having this massive comedy show for her and her friends. Yeah. Um, we don't have to cast her friends, but like she has like five comic friends and they do a big show and it's great.
1: Yeah. And I think, I think it should be when she does that. It's also like a step forward in character. It's like maybe she had been kind of discouraged. Uh, she'd, Felt like, maybe I'm not good at this. And she bets on herself. She's like, I'm going to spend all this money, put myself out there in front of like thousands of people. Millions, if you account for the fact that there's going to be news coverage about this no-name person renting out Madison Square Garden and putting on a show. I'm going to put myself out there. I'm going to bet on myself. And, I mean, it's a comedy. You don't want a sad ending in a comedy. So, she succeeds, obviously. But... Uh, yeah
0: and then she ends up with the inheritance and a successful stand-up career and so the moral is actually money does buy happiness Yeah,
1: maybe it's it's not like she's got a world tour and is like an icon comedian uh maybe it's like a few weeks later or something like she, she didn't hear from anybody like obviously it was successful and but maybe it's like somebody contacts her and they're like, like, yeah, we don't want you to like star in anything, but we'd like you to like write for our show or something like that, you know. Oh,
0: okay, yeah. So it's like a mid level a mid level success. Yeah. So she doesn't become wildly And wildly also she's successful. still got
1: millions oh, of yeah, dollars could work. after this sixty nine million that she can mm-hmm. live comfortably. It's not like she's going to uh suffer.
0: So so we definitely want her to succeed, right?
1: Yeah. I mean it's a comedy, by like definition it's got a happy ending.
0: Well, I wasn't sure if maybe we wanted it to play into the moral like she doesn't succeed, but she finds out that money came by happiness by she. She now has this writing gig, so she's not like destitute anymore. Mm-hmm. She's just not like ultra Like Maybe she fails on a technicality or something. I like, like that.
1: Actually, I like she fails on a technicality. I think
0: she fails on a technicality, but she gets something in the end. So that it is a happy ending. And then she learns like I'm actually happy that this is how it turned out, because towards the end of that, I didn't really care about anything. I was just spending money to spend yeah. the money. And now I like actually care about the things I'm doing.
1: maybe she doesn't spend it all. How about that? Maybe they're like, "Oh, you didn't spend like the last five million or something and
0: but she gets to keep yeah, it yeah,
1: but
2: she gets to keep it so is she is she the heiress of a of a weed company
0: worth four hundred twenty million dollars
2: with four hundred twenty million dollars, yes. Wait, you know, isn't it legal up there in Canada? Interesting. I
0: wonder if there's like a scene where she tries to buy a weed yeah. farm or something. And they're like, that counts. You can't do that.
1: Oh, maybe that's like, maybe she doesn't get the money, but she did buy the weed farm. And they're like, well, that's a physical thing. <laughs> but the weed farm is very successful. So, like, she's got a little bit of residual income coming in through that. That could work. Cool. And- I think, uh, and this is weird because like Eric Andre is going to be kind of like the voice of moral reason, uh, here for a moment, which is just very strange. But I think like, obviously the money like gets to her a bit and he's like, when was the last time, you know, you wrote a joke or something? Or he like, he doesn't laugh at one of her jokes and she's like, well, you didn't think that was funny. He's like, well, you're kind of out of touch, like, or -hmm. something. And then that's how she gets on, uh. Onto this whole, like, you know, like, oh, money doesn't buy hat.
0: Yeah. I could see that. I like that. So that kind of leads into the final arc that we talked about. Yeah. Where she's, like, starting to use her money to give back to her friends and community. And, like, maybe she takes her space at the MoMA that she's been using for shitty phone pictures for a while. And, like, gives it to one of her friends who's a struggling artist. So she's, like, supporting somebody. (laughs) And then, like... She starts doing like more charitable things that aren't necessarily charity like you know uh paying for someone's college education or i don't I don't know something I don't know something like that like she's doing good stuff and that's like the final lead up to her booking Madison Square Garden and then doing the whole show with her comic friends and then she you know does does our whole kind of ending loop where she doesn't actually she loses on technicality doesn't actually get the money but has like enough to get by and then she gets the writing job and she's like all right and the whole world of the story's wrapped up
2: yeah sounds like you got a good idea for that
0: I do have one thing that I want to talk about and maybe okay. we can do that like workshop this I think if we're gonna make her lose on a, a technicality that technicality should be really funny <laughs> Um, so <laughs> yeah. so so what kind of technicality does she lose on? I think that, that since that's so important to the end and like where she ends up, wh- how can we make this as funny as possible?
1: So I think it's that she doesn't spend all the money, but I think it should be I think it should be funny like it's like she forgot about a certain amount of money or something in a very comical
2: or like one of the one of the first things she buys has now like the value of it has risen or something like that.
0: Sure. Oh, okay. What? Ooh, I've got it. I've got it. First thing she does, like one of the first montages of things, one of the beats is that she's like, they're like, all right. Eric Andre is like, all right, think what is the least valuable thing you could spend a shitload of money on? And it like turns to her thinking and then it turns to her sitting in a room entirely full of beanie babies.
2: yes then then, by
0: the end of it one of the beanie babies she bought is like now wildly wildly like highly valued i love it since in the last 69 days now this like purple princess diana bear is worth like two million (laughs) dollars
2: it it has gone up since the beginning of the movie yeah like she threw a lot of
1: them away because like they're beanie babies, whatever. she she couldn't own anything. Yeah. Gave them to kids. She's not allowed to own them, whatever. And then like, there's one that she just like, maybe it's like she tossed it somewhere and it fell behind her couch. And then, yeah. And they
0: found it and then checked it and it happened to be worth like a shitload of money.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. That's good. Do we have a movie?
0: I, I kind of think we do. I know that this was a pretty quick one, but I think we got, we got all the the basic beats. Do you want me to kind of do a recap?
1: Yeah, hit us with a recap, Brian. Yeah,
2: Brian.
0: Yeah, sure. Okay, so, so the, the the name of the movie is It's Money, Baby. So she starts out, Ali Wong starts out, she's a not very successful stand-up comic. There's like intro bits showing that she doesn't have a lot of money. Like she's you know scraping the bottom of the, the toothpaste tube. She's like not jumping in an Uber because it costs a lot of money. She's walking everywhere. Um, maybe she like gets her car repoed or something like that. She's you eating know, a lot like, of ramen and spaghetti. lots of ramen, lots of Spaghettios, which I probably would do that too if I was rich, but beside the point, um, then she gets the money from, um, I forget his name already, but Kevin from Brooklyn ninety nine. Yeah. there's that whole bit where he's like, like it's $69 million. And she's like, hey, nice. And he's like, oh, really are her great niece. Um, can I, then, can I, insert
1: something i want like her great aunt i want them to have a portrait of her because she's deceased um and i want it to be like a a cameo i want it to be a cameo for like a very successful actress i don't know like oprah or something (laughs) meryl Um, streep yeah maybe meryl streep (laughs) like just that's a gag i want like so yeah yeah, just that's a good one i like that sorry to interrupt
0: but no 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 i i do like that i do i do think it's a funny gag so um So she then gets the money. She has like some antics where she goes to like a bank and has trouble figuring out how much cash she can withdraw. And then she's like buying Teslas and and clothes and like doing goofy shit like, you know, renting out space in the MoMA and putting her shitty cell phone pics and like, you know, all those other goofs that we came up with in the middle section. And uh, eventually she realizes it's like a hollow feeling. Um, She does the Oak Island money pit thing, which is hilarious where she like finds <laughs> a treasure and then covers it back up. She's like, all right, we're moving on boys. Gary and like walks away real fast, hoping they don't check it. Um, and towards the end, she like decides to do like nice things. And so there's a montage of her, like supporting her friend by giving her space in the MoMA to her friend. Who's a, you know, up and coming or like hopeful artist. Um, she's like helping support people, but I don't know, like paying for college or whatever. And that leads to the climax where she decides I'm gonna rent out Madison Square Garden and I'm gonna do a stand-up comedy show with me and mm-hmm. my friends. They do it, and it leads you to believe this is the triumphant moment where she spends all of her money, she becomes a superstar comedian, and she's like, she wins, she wins everything. And then, like right after Kevin or her lawyer is or whatever is like. You lost, and he explains the whole beanie baby situation. She's <laughs> at first upset, understandably, but then she like comes to terms with it. Realizes she gets she gets offered a gig as a writer for the show. Realizes that the real money was the friends we made along the way. Then wrap it all up with a bow. She's I don't know what, what's what's the last scene. We we've got the movie. What's the last scene?
1: Oh, I think it's like. She's leaving the office, you know, the writer's room for the show, and she heads back home. Maybe she, like, before she gets back home, she uh, meets some friends for drinks along the way. And it's just, like, her enjoying life, enjoying the company of other people, you know, being in touch with people, not being, like, so wealthy yeah. you're out of touch.
2: And then uh,
1: maybe it's uh, maybe the last shot's and shot. And then she
2: hugs her... She hugs oh. her very expensive Beanie Baby. Yeah, I was yes. going to say,
1: maybe the last shot is just, like, it's on the Beanie Baby.
2: Maybe it's on her bed yeah. or
1: something. like, and she's, she's cuddling she, like, with it. It's, and it's, and she's, she's like...
2: like <laughs> Sorry, that was my mom. I could can, I can tell. Tell Patty, hey. Um okay i will
1: leave that in leave that in Whoever please that leave, in. That in. No, um, no, yes. leave that in no yeah rocky you're not <laughs> editing it you have no say um <laughs> i'll
2: edit Rocky's, this one damn it
0: rocky has no idea how many Rocky's times he's gonna edit an, an episode out.
1: just to spite me because i said he won't edit an episode
0: anyway yeah i think okay so coming back to so last shot is definitely on the beanie baby I want that to be a funny gag that we that we leave the audience remembering because this is a comedy.
1: But I think it'd be great if like she what if it's like she's snuggling, whatever, sleeping with this beanie baby and like she's cut the tag off. Like it's supposed to be like this super like collectible collectible thing. And like she's just treating it like Mm. a stuffed animal.
0: That's good. That's real.
2: Also, she grabs her shovel and she goes back to find that hidden treasure.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's good. I like that. too that's our post-credits yeah, scene. Good. That's our
1: post-credits scene, rock. <laughs>
0: post-credits is her is her digging. Like it's literally just a very wide angle shot of her digging and it's but obviously But she can't like remember exactly where it was. Yes, yes, but it's I like obviously it was the around the area. Somewhere. Yeah, it's like the same rough area you, everyone remembers like, "Oh, that's <laughs> where the treasure is." Huh. So, and scene. Sweet. We I got like it. it. The new the new version of Brewster's Millions for the New millennia. It's money, baby. Alright guys, uh, this has been another wonderful episode of Screenplayed, um, now showing It's Money Baby. This episode was produced by Zach Woldridge. Um, Big thanks to the Young Romantics for the use of our theme song Spinning. Uh, It is excellent and is out now on all major streaming services. Uh, Keep an eye out for new music, these guys are really rocking it. Remember, if you would like to send an idea for the show that you'd like us to tackle please send that to our email that's screenplayedpodcast at gmail.com and don't forget to like and subscribe on whichever streaming service you're listening to and also follow us on all of our social media accounts twitter instagram all that good stuff so all right guys uh, i think we've got our movie i think it's all wrapped up so it without any further ado lights camera And action.